what is up you guys what the funk is up that is what i'm titling this episode and i will get into why later um i have a couple things to share with you before we get into that stuff um number one my dog beans just came and laid on my bed and is listening to me record this which is a very um, big relief for me because for a while I was worried that he was going to be the kind of dog that like just wanted to do his, his own thing and like didn't like to cuddle and whatever but ever since I've gotten it I got him a haircut <laughs> he's like attached to me at the hip and not in like a bad way like he can still do his own thing but like he comes upstairs because he's not too hot anymore I think that's truly what it was and like he sleeps on my bed all night now I think because he's not overheating so anyways, that's fun. And he now he's literally digging around my entire bed, moving my pillows and everything, trying to make himself comfortable. I don't know if you can hear him in the back. Nope. Okay, he settled. Um, the second thing is I... Oh, and he's at it again. Oh my gosh. Um, so the second thing is I have already developed a podcast insecurity and... Just tell me why I had to do, why I had to do my inhaler before I started recording this. I literally, I am so terrified that you can hear every single breath that I take because this microphone is like so sensitive and I am so out of breath constantly. Like I've been an asthma girl all my life and I'm just sitting here like, you know, anyways, so I hope you can't hear every breath. I try to edit them out when they're really bad because some of them are. It's so embarrassing. But anyways, um, today I just wanted to talk about kind of this idea of like, am I in a funk or is this just my life? <laughs> I don't know if that resonates with anybody, but that's been something that I kind of think about a lot day to day. And just a disclaimer, I'm not talking about the kind of funk that relates to very real things like depression or anxiety, but more so a future-related funk. Just kind of like you're feeling as if you're stuck in a loop and you can't get out of it, or if you're struggling with just feeling disappointed in yourself or like you're not accomplishing anything. It's just some exploration in that realm. So anyways, yeah, let's just, let's just do it. Okay, so to start off, I kind of want to just break down for you the place that I'm at in my life. I know I've touched on it a little bit, but... I, okay, I don't even know where to start. There's so many things I could say and I don't want to say too much, <laughs> but basically um, the last six years of my life were spent in Arizona. I went to Phoenix to go to GCU um, and I finished my undergrad there. And then after that, I went and did a year of Bible college at Hillsong College. So um, I loved my time in Arizona. It was so so good and I mean my college experience was just so fun and like I'm super grateful that I got to have 
a couple of years where I was studying something that I was really interested in, but I also was just kind of learning more about who I am and what I enjoyed and just, I don't know, I was just having a lot of fun with um, all of my close friends around me. And then, um, like I said, I mean, COVID happened and then I went back to Arizona and I started Bible college and I really enjoyed um, just getting to learn more about my faith and what that means to me and what I want to do with my life. And anyway, so I feel like the last six years have just been so much learning and I talked about this in the previous podcast, but I was just, mo- I felt like I was sprinting for for the entire time. And while my priorities were very different at GCU because I, I didn't have a whole lot of responsibility, like I was just in college, I had to go to class, I had to work. But then when I went to um, Bible college and even after that, I had a full-time job as a barista, like everything was just so fast-paced and I honestly I thought I was thriving and I thought I loved that and I do think that there are certain years in our life where we're just like totally capable of functioning at a higher level Um, and I I think that those years were all that they needed to be. I also need to mention that my time in Phoenix was supposed to end in the middle of this summer at the end of July however um, there was like a giant apartment fire at my apartment and Um, I ended up having to leave in May. So my time was cut short. It was a little bit of a dramatic experience. So anyways, I moved home and I I had been planning on moving home. So that was helpful that it wasn't just like a spur of the moment. But once I got here, I was like, okay, I have absolutely no plan, which I think I kind of faced the same dilemma when I when I graduated from GCU because, I mean, think about it, like our entire lives, everything is pretty much laid out for us. I mean, you could have faced this question after high school, like, do I want to go to college? Do I want to enter the workforce? Like what I want to do? I knew I wanted to go to university. So like that wasn't a huge question mark. It was just a matter of where. Um, but I mean, for the most part, everything was laid out for me. And even in college, I was like, well, after college, like I'm going to get married and I'm going to get a job with my degree. (laughs) That's funny. But um, anyways, things, I mean, things, like I said, things went the way that they needed to go. Um, And I, I don't have any regrets or anything. But since moving back to Washington and not really having a plan at all, I feel like I'm just sitting here staring at this pile of rubble. Like, what do I do with all of this? Like, what, how do I make sense of all these experience that, experiences that I've had in the last six years? And how do they play into who I am or who I want to be? Like, am I who I want to be? Um, is that just something that's natural or do I need to you know what I mean so there's just a lot of questions and and while it's frustrating at times to feel like I have no clue where my life is headed I also think I'm very grateful that I do have the time to kind of just explore and process and just kind of reconstruct um everything I guess so anyways that's kind of what I'm hoping to get into 
in this episode is just kind of unpacking what I have started to learn or just discover about that process. And I I honestly, like, I think that um, it's also important to note that I'm going through a lot of that same process with my faith as well. And so it's not like, oh, I'm, I'm so upset with how the way my life has gone and everything that I've been through. Like, can I just catch a break? It's more of a like, okay, these are the things that I have in my tool bag and how am I going to use them? Like, it's not the way that I've been functioning in my life is not going to work for me uh, moving forward. So how can I pivot? And anyway, so I hope that makes sense. But um, like I said, there's so many like elements and aspects of our lives that affect us that are, I mean, that play an integral part in how we decide to move forward in life and what we want to do and how we want to do it. Anyways, so um, yeah, so this is called What the Funk is Up because I think I've been wrestling with this idea of am I just in a funk? Am I like lazy or is this just what my life is going to look like now and I need to just stop being so hard on myself and just use it? I don't know. So anyways, oftentimes I feel like I I get in this like loop of um, I'll have like a five-day streak where I am super productive. I'm super motivated. I am just like on top of the world so creative have all these ideas and then just one day I'll wake up and I'll be like I cannot do anything and it's so strange like I I feel like I've always had days like that um but I find that it happens a lot more often and I've been recognizing this pattern like since my life has slowed down significantly um and and the thing that I notice is I'm just always so disappointed in myself And I don't want, like, I don't want to be like that. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to have somebody else disappointed in you, but especially yourself, because hopefully you know you better than anybody. And that's something I'm also working on is understanding my own needs and whatever. So anyways, I, I do not want to be so hard on myself. And I think that that kind of comes down to, um, just, the expectation that is on us to follow a certain pattern or career path or timeline. And I think something that has been really difficult for me is just the comparison aspect. And I wouldn't even say, like, I think, I definitely think Instagram and social media contribute to it. But I'm, I feel like at this stage in my life, I more so compare myself to younger me, which is so weird because I knew nothing compared to what I know now. And so I just like I find myself in these moments of, well, I was doing this and I was functioning at this level. Like, why can't I just get back to that? Um, But then I, I try and put myself in that place again and I'm like, okay, but I also was lacking this or I was like working myself into the ground and never saying no and I didn't have any boundaries and like things like that. So I just think that's an important um, reflection to have um, with ourselves of 
what are we comparing ourselves to and what do we want from that? Like what is so attractive about that comparison? And just to kind of, I guess, reassess um, the things that that person in the past might want that you have now. So that's just one aspect of it. Like I said, when I went to GCU, when I was 18, I was like, okay, I'm going to find my husband at GCU. And then when I graduate, everything will fall into place because I'll be married. And it's interesting because I've been thinking a lot about um, the idea of sometimes we aren't chasing a person or a thing or a dream. We're chasing the feeling that we want to receive from that thing and I don't know it kind of it really has helped me to reframe a lot of the things that I desire because um, I mean using that as an example of me assuming that being married and not having to go through everything alone was just gonna fix everything and like give me every answer which there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting like a partner in crime you know like obviously a family is something I really desire but I think it's super interesting to look at that and see okay I can tell by this desire that I really crave companionship or security or protection or whatever it is that that could bring me. And you could look at it the same way of like your dream job and all you can think about is your dream job. And I know that personally, I have um, always been, it's so weird. I look so far into the future and I'm like, I kind of an all or nothing person. So if if it's not the perfect job where I'm like using every gift that I have and I'm just so feeling so fulfilled, then like I'm not going to do anything. And so I've struggled with that pretty much my whole life of like it's got to be the best or it's nothing. And one of my favorite authors, Cheryl Strayed, she um, was talking about on a podcast that sometimes we let our dreams ruin us in a way like we almost it's almost easier to not try and have this mentality of but if I did do it like it would be so amazing that's easier than actually doing it and risking failure so I think that um a lot of times we get stuck because there's this subconscious fear of failure or fear of embarrassment or even just a lack of acceptance from the people around us. And so it's like we're not able to act as our authentic selves because we have this fear of the loop that we'll get stuck in of um, it's not going to ever measure up to my expectation or to how I want it to be. And so I know that at least I get I get stuck in that um, that cycle a lot of feeling super motivated and then kind of feeling weighed down and crushed by the reality of things. So then we're faced with this question of, okay, am I content where I am or am I just settling and I'm lazy? <laughs> Why does it have to be one or the other? You know, and so I don't know. I really don't know the answers. 
I am figuring this out for myself and I just know that while I'm doing that, I'm trying to stay patient and I'm trying to stay aware of what the root of things are and, you know, why I feel the way I do or why I want the things that I want. And I think being able to kind of take a step back and assess, okay, this is a huge desire of mine because I think it's going to bring a lot of purpose to my life and I think it's going to be really fulfilling to me. Or am I chasing after something because I think that it's going to fill a void or I'm running away from something or you know what I mean? So just kind of assessing your own intention. And don't get me wrong, I definitely don't think that assessing your intention fixes things or even makes you able to change it. But it does bring a lot of awareness, which a lot of times is super helpful. And it's really interesting because I have found that I will waste so much time judging or assessing other people's intentions. And oftentimes I'm completely off. I don't know. I can't read other people's minds. Um, And it's just, it's like this habit that I've formed. And then suddenly I'm like, I just based everything off of of other people and what I was judging about them but it it is so much more difficult to flip that and to judge yourself and and to just look at where you're actually at and why you actually do the things you do and not to like that's not like this deep thing of you need to be like so self-aware that you never do anything wrong I just think that I've been learning, I communicate a lot to myself and even just like my body and the way that it feels and um, the things that I think about that I spend time thinking about, like that is all communicating to us. Um, it's all a locator of where we're at and what are what the things we value are and what we're struggling with and and usually why we're struggling with it. So what I think a lot of this could boil down to is that when we feel like we're in a funk or a loop that we want to get out of, it could be because we haven't been great at getting to know ourselves. Because the reality is we change. Like we grow and change in everything that we go through, even just small things day to day, shapes us. And I want to share a little story with you. I hope it makes sense because it's kind of weird. But this summer, I got to go and be on staff at a leadership camp that I had gone to like all throughout high school and college. Um, And it's just like one of my favorite places on the earth. And so many just amazing, amazing, kind people that um, work at this camp. And so... I was there and I was like, this is the most myself I have felt in so long because it just, I was like, I love it here. I love what these people are about. I love what they're doing. Like, I feel like just so hopeful, but at the same time, I felt so uncomfortable in my own skin. Like it was the weirdest thing because I was watching everything around me and I was like, this is this is what I want to be. This is what I want to embody. But I didn't even know myself. Like I was having to shed these layers of skin. And I had this moment of, okay, like 
have I just totally backtracked and like become a super bad person? And so I'm not a person that embodies the, these beliefs and values anymore or whatever. And, and I think really what it was, was the setting that I was in was helping me to remember who I am at my core, or at least what I want to be about. I, I didn't know myself. It was so weird. And I, I literally don't know how else to describe it. I don't even know if that's going to make any sense. But I was like, I feel so myself. This is who I am. But I felt so disconnected from myself. And I couldn't even find words to say. It was so strange. But anyways, I shared that story because I think after that, I spent so much time thinking about it. Why did I feel so shy and timid and insecure? But also nobody made me feel that way. It was purely this internal thing. And so I don't know, I just spent a lot of time thinking about it. And I was talking to my counselor about it. And um, the conclusion I've come to is I, I know who I am at my core and what I want to be about. But sometimes we just are not good at spending time with ourselves. And I think being confident and trusting ourselves that who we are is enough. Who we are when nobody is watching is enough. So that's just a weird anecdote. <laughs> Again, I don't know if it makes any sense. My whole analogy of like shedding skin. <laughs> And I think I was so stuck for a while with this idea that I had to grieve losing myself or something when really I'm just gaining new parts of myself. And so that was something I wrestled with forever because I was like, I'm not who I used to be. Wah. <laughs> but actually, like I said earlier, I know way more now. I might be more confused, but I am such a bigger person than I used to be. So why am I counting that as a loss instead of as a gain? And I think it is because it's challenging. Getting to know new pieces of yourself can be hard because you have to make space for them. And sometimes that requires you to let go of things. So... It's it's a big mixed pot of stuff. But anyways, as much as I don't have the answers, there have been some things that have been helpful to me. And a lot of them are, yes, very cliche. But I think that there's a reason everyone shares the little self-care things they do. Because I don't think we even realize how many things we do for ourselves day to day. But the intention is just wrong behind it. We think we have to do it. Like, you don't have to get up every day and brush your teeth or wash your face or shower or make yourself breakfast, but you do it and it feels like it's routine, but actually there is power in the facts that you're making those decisions for yourself. And so if we can reframe that too, it's super helpful. And so going on walks, I mean, that's such a thing right now, like hot girl walks. I don't, actually, I didn't used to enjoy walks. I have to be honest, but I love them now. And especially I love them when I'm saying, I need to go on a walk for me. And I feel so much better after. And I think a lot of that is because I was moving and like doing something good for my body and I gave myself time to think. But also 
that just intention behind it of I am going to actively make this decision to do this for me. It makes a huge difference. So a lot of these things are cliche, but I think what we need to practice is making the decision and focusing on the intention behind it. So, I mean, going for a walk, um, going to the store and picking out things to make yourself a nice meal, journaling, which I have a couple of things that I want to share with you. If you're not into this, just skip ahead. But I'm a big journaler and I'm horrible at journaling because to me, I never regret it. Obviously, I go back and read and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've come so far. I'm so thankful that I did that. And then the next day, I just cannot force myself to sit down and put pen to paper. To me, it feels like re-watching a movie that I've already seen, journaling about everything that happened in my day. I'm like, I already lived it. Why do I need to describe it to myself? (laughs) But obviously, we forget things. So it's good to be able to look back. So anyway, some things that I have developed to kind of adjust that so that it's a little bit easier to sit down is like, just not having this expectation that I'm going to write 10 pages, but more so answering these kind of check-in questions that I've developed for myself. So I hope they work for you, or maybe you can just pick one that applies to your life more. But these are some of the questions that I ask myself. And again, I know I'm a very deep person. I like love this stuff, so it might be annoying, but (laughs) okay. So the first prompt is recognize what it is that you are truly craving. And I think I use the word craving versus using needing because to me when I'm feeling off or frustrated or just stuck it's because I'm craving something that I don't have so it's not always easy for us to meet our own needs but it's super easy to fill a craving and so I think sometimes we just get stuck in survival mode of I just need to do whatever I need to do to survive and to feel good and to fill this craving And so, I mean, that could look like attention or even just, I think, likes on Instagram. That does more than we know to our brains and it's kind of scary, but we're addicted to it and that's just how it is. And we are so used to having a quick fix for everything. Like we're trained to seek out instant gratification and in a lot of ways we can pretty much get whatever we need whenever we want. So why would we sit in the struggle if we can just find it somewhere else and and it might last 30 seconds um, or an hour, but like, God, why did I say those times? I'm, I hope you're, <laughs> that could be a really dirty joke. But anyways, um, it might not be like a permanent fix, but it's just so much easier. You know what I mean? So the hard work is hard. Like I said, attention or love or um, compassion or empathy from somebody like and I don't want to put like a negative connotation on the word craving because it's not a bad thing. It's something that we we need and we want to chase after. And sometimes we just don't know how to do that. And sometimes we feel like we have to get it from other people or other things. And and maybe we can help ourselves. Maybe we can. I don't know, grow in that aspect. So anyways, that's the first question um, is what is it that um, I'm truly craving or needing? The second one is what am I hopeful about? I think this obviously lifts our eyes a little bit and gives us something to be excited about. And then the flip of that question is what am I disappointed in? 
that one, not so easy <laughs> to answer. I think that it can communicate a lot to us, though. Because I, I think it's pretty realistic that oftentimes we're disappointed in something, whether it's ourselves or someone else or something that didn't go the way we wanted it to. And so there's a lot of power in being able to be honest with yourself about being disappointed because there's so many things that come after disappointment. So um, yeah, question three is, are there certain expectations that I'm putting on myself or that other people are putting on me? So, I mean, literally just writing them out, sometimes putting them on paper, like frees up the weight of them that you're feeling, which goes into the next question is, are they weighing me down or are they giving me hope? So, I mean, and and that's not to say that we're never going to have no expectations on us in our life. I think sometimes they can be healthy, but sometimes they aren't. And so if we have this crazy, it's like I said, don't let your dreams crush you. Your dreams are supposed to be filled with hope and promise and patience. And if they're just literally keeping you from moving and taking any step forward, like that's that's important to note (laughs) to yourself. And then the last question is, what do I even like? And I put that because I have been asking myself that every day. Aside from the things that earn me money or that are just tasks that I do day to day, I don't know what I like anymore. I feel like I know what I'm good at and where my skill set lies, but genuinely, what do I like? What are activities that I can do with no strings attached that I enjoy and that fill me up? I don't know. So maybe you don't know either. Well, friends, that is all I have for you in this episode. It honestly was a lot more serious than I was planning on it being, but I hope you found something insightful or at least comforting or something. And if you're going through it, going through something similar, just keep pushing. The hard stuff is worth it. It sucks, but you're not alone in it. And you'll come out on the other side, a pretty wise person, if you allow yourself to collect all of the treasures along the way (laughs) so I'm sorry I hate myself for saying that but it's true it's true it's true true. anyways okay well um I'm gonna go and I will talk to you guys on the next one bye bye (laughs) 